Hello and welcome to Soviet from uh, the beautiful Barbados, uh, Kensington Oval. Um, Joe is just out. Um, yeah, there's, there's a pretty severe delay, so I just the other was going on about 10 seconds before you actually saw it back at home. Um, yeah, we are, we've seen some fireworks this morning, we're, we're no doubt now with Johnny welcome to the crease, going to see some more. Hang on, hang on, what do you mean you saw some fireworks this morning? Ben Stokes was playing stick cricket. <laughs> hey, I was saying to Robbo before, before you came on, he's hit the biggest things I've ever seen comfortably. They hit the roof of the pavilion. Now, this thing has got to be, I reckon it's 50 metres high. And it, it's against the wind, and it just went miles. <laughs> you know when you see the spinner lets go of it and goes, oh, Gold in the wrong area there. Then you hear the noise, and then he just puts his head down and looks at the shoelaces. Um, but yeah, and he hit another one of Alzari Joseph just before just before lunch. Yeah, that was, it. It was also biggie. When everyone was boundary riding, I saw everyone was boundary riding, and he still went over him. Yeah, it's not it's not a ridiculously defensive field. I think they know that they've got to try and take wickets because if they don't, England will rack up six hundred and then just try and bowl them out twice in three days. Um, but the pitch is flat. Um, we were at ground level yesterday, so we couldn't see anything particularly. Um, today we've got a really good view, um, and you can see a little bit more aside on. We're kind of at backward point, um, opposite you know the big scoreboard where everybody seemed to tee it up, and it sixes over in the T20s in, in February. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a, you know we, we've, we're taking it a little bit more easier today with the drinking because we're in with the, the next four days we're in with the friends and family of the players, so. Um, yeah, yesterday, yesterday was the, the savage day, and then uh, yeah, we're going to be a bit more respectful, I think, the next four days. That's awesome. You, you did mention before that you've uh, you're actually sat with some quite distinguished. Well, to we are distinguished. We do. We have we have some we have some we have some uh, esteemed guests with us. Obviously, the boys are here. The four boys that I'm with. There's Johnny and the rest of you. Um, and then so this lovely lady here. That's Joshua's De Silva's mother, Caroline. And that is Michael, Josh, Josh's dad. And the, the big fella to the right isn't isn't the security guard. That's Andre, who was Josh's first ever coach. Um, so, yeah, it's amazing like, to just sit and be with him and talk to him. And obviously, Josh, he gives a little wave just as he was going out for the second session. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, what an experience for him, you know, watching Ben Stokes in full flow from... A yard standing a yard behind him, right? It, it, there's got to be that must be pretty cool. The thinking that. <laughs> no, there might be a little bit of it that's going, This is pretty cool, but also, can you just miss one, please? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably snag it behind so I can bag another one, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. He must be pretty relieved that drop catch didn't really cost much, uh, you know, when he was just on 37. Only about, now, yeah, just about 130 or 120, or whatever. Yeah, it exactly. Uh, oh, apologies, Josh, but you have to put that in there. Uh, you, 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 said, you, said that, you said that it looks flat, John. I, I have to say, from my perspective, I didn't think that the West Indies bowling has been particularly good. Specifically, the, the, the left arm off spinner. He looked to be bowling two lengths to Stokes. You know, he bowled a couple short and he put him into the stands and then he bowled too full and put him back over his head. Yeah. Now, now look, now, Ben Stokes is a class batsman, but I don't know. You know. England have still got a bowl on this and I'm not too sure that there's going to be the same batting attack 
that there was on the West Indies bowlers as as England is currently doing. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It's funny, I was sat with Andre earlier and he was, and he was literally calling it ball by ball. So one of these things, like, especially things with the coach, he is like, was, you know, about body language and stuff. And he was literally calling every ball, what just from Stokes' body language, when he was facing for more than the spinner, what he thought he was going to do. And he literally said, he said to me, he's going to go to 50 with a six here. And then literally that was the ball where he basically hit him over the moon. <laughs> and then it came back to came back to earth and landed on the top of the pavilion. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's, it does look a bit predictable. I think that's what you can say about it. Hughes. It was yeah, he, he had the ball too short. There was not enough of a consistently good length. It was either half volley or one that he, he felt like he could run out a bit. Probably not flat enough. The length was probably okay, but there was so much air with it that he just felt he could couple of steps down and uh, roll it. And there doesn't look to be as much swing and uh, movement in the air. No, there's no reverse swing that that we've seen anyway. I can't see it. I, obviously, being side on, that's pretty difficult. And there isn't, there isn't. Um, there's no replays. Um, I mean, the, the one thing that I did want to mention is, I mean, God knows what that girl is doing. We haven't seen him today, but he's probably looking for a fucking boat to get on because he certainly fucking missed this one, hasn't he? You look at, I'm just looking at the scorecard in front of me. Lee's 30, then there's a, a duck for Crawley, 153 for Root, Root Lawrence 91, Stokes 92 not out, and Bairstow's 1 uh, not out. So, um, yeah, but Zach Crawley, he's a bit feast or famine, isn't he? Um, I feel a bit sorry for him, but um, there's a great bunch of lads below us who, obviously when the lads aren't playing, they're obviously doing laps in the field um, at, at lunchtime, and they were giving Ollie Poker right there the creep. To shout in one more lap to him, one more lap, and so he, he ended up probably doing about <laughs> another another kilometre around <laughs> that he didn't actually want to do. Uh, but yeah, he's real good nature. There's loads of good fans here. It's it's pretty fantastic. That's good. It's, it's, this this test match so far has probably been the the um, the revamp, the new dawn, as every as England wanted it to be, hasn't it? Well. I mean, look, we've only batted the whole the whole new dawn idea. We've said a lot on the podcast, haven't we? That you can't have a new dawn if you unless you pick them. And you know, Mahmood and Matt Fisher are only playing because of injury and illness. So I think it's almost like the forced new dawn. We've been forced into picking these lads. Um, of course, I really hope they go well. I really like the mood. I think he's, he's got something obviously did really well in that series against Pakistan last year and uh, the white ball stuff. Matt Fisher, we'll just have to see. You know, he's obviously been a, a pro, came into the Yorkshire side as a, as a young lad and did well. Um, I, I don't think he would have necessarily been expecting the call up, so we'll just, you know, I guess we'll, we'll see what he's made of. That's a hell of a shot from Tony Bairstow. He's just nailed a block. Um, back past Jason Holder, but it's somehow, um, yeah, mid off collected it. Um, but he, you know, these two, the, the next three or four hours of today to push for a, a big score in a declaration could be really exciting to watch. You, 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 you did joke about, um, you did joke yesterday about you should have gone to the T20s instead of the, uh, instead of the tests. I mean, it must be interesting watching the boys go at a, a fair lick this morning. I, it could, couldn't be any more different, could it? 47 from one in the first innings, uh, first session yesterday. And, well, Ben Stokes got, what, 19-1 in the first session on his own this morning. Um, there was a 100 partnership. Um, and, it, it, you know, 
I was at Cape Town in 2016 when on that second morning, he was just sending Mornay Mortal, who let's not forget, on a quick bouncing wicket, bowled absolute rockets anyway, but just stood on the back foot and just kept whopping length balls over long on for six. And that's just, it just reminded me of that. You know, certain days where that, the real X factor yeah. part of Ben Stokes shows itself. Like, it's a real privilege to actually be in the ground watching that this morning. It's, it's been amazing. And so the talent of the bloke and the timing, and it's just, unbe- it's just unbelievable. There's not, not many blokes who've got what he's got. He's had a pretty lean time of it, but um, yeah, today it's just been phenomenal. So I have a question for the both of you, if you see if you can answer this. There are four other players in the history of cricket that have scored 5,000 test runs and taken 150 wickets in their international careers tests. Um, any any guesses as to who the other four are now that Ben Stokes has joined them? See, I used to do this question based on 2,000. I know Warren was in there. I don't think he made 5,000. Um, Oh, Callis. Callis is in there, yep. Callis is in there. Sobers. Saki of Hassan. Sobers is in there. Hassan is not. So hold on, we've got three uh, then. Uh, so we've got so Sobers, got Callis. You gave us yep. the one at the start. Was that Stokes? Stokes, yep. So it's Stokes. Stokes. So that's three we've got. We need two more. Uh, one of Indian descent. Kapil Dev. Kapil Dev? Yeah, okay. Where's the other one from? Both of them. Imran Khan, I'm going. Both of them. Correct. Spot on. Yeah. Get in. Yeah, I know. I know. Considering John Considering both of you are batters and bowlers, you know. Well. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no surprises in there. It was it was an interesting stat and great to see. Um, you know, I, I mean, the way he went to the five thousand runs too was with that six, right? I think it was What's the one that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the one that Jose, he, he, he knocked one, it into the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watching this now, Kemar Roach is absolutely charging in, and he's just taking a massive back there and a massive step backwards into the crease to say. I'm, this is, yeah. I'm, I'm going to send this wherever eventually probably a bit wider yeah, well, it's um, he just looks like he's on it just really really fancy with it today which is you know it's, it's exciting it should be exciting to watch on TV it's incredible I'm a little bit jealous it could, it could be a hell of a day to watch especially if England this England the bowling attack has to see I mean, now, he's, now he's fighting with Johnny Bairstow he is an absolute machine between the wickets so you know, there's one yeah. or two there to long on, which would only ever have been one. Um, Windy's lads are probably beginning to look a little bit dejected. Um, what have we got? We've got five men on the fence. We've got long off, oh, long off, long on, deep point, third man, fine leg, and deep square. So now you've got six men on the fence. You've got two slips, uh, and then an extra cover. Um, I mean, they have bowled 120 overs already, and I mean, yeah. it doesn't look like they're going to be into, you know, they, it doesn't look like they're going to be putting their feet up anytime soon. No, I mean, I can't remember exactly what I was saying when I was with you yesterday, but I think it was very much about England only wanting to bat once. Um, and look, that's absolutely the case. Three, seven, eight, four at the minute. You know, if we can get to, we'll probably want to get towards four, another 100 runs this session, you think. Um, get up towards 500, pull it back to the end of the day and then give themselves three days to 
to uh, to bowl them out. Um, you said 50 yesterday, just to remind you. Um, yeah. I know that you were 77 rum punches in, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, quite possibly. Uh, I just don't think the wicket's going to offer that, though. I, don't, I think that for England to get to 650 is going to be, they're not going to leave themselves enough time and bite a dose our wicket to try and, with, with, a, with an untested bowling attack, to, to bowl the West Indies outside. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I'd love it to stay flat and for uh, Josh to score a thousand. Um, okay. What's the weather like for the next three days? I mean, there's no weather that's going to be interfering, right? Or, or is it going to be really hot, and that is going to be conducive to the pitch breaking up towards days four and five? I, to be honest, I don't know. Um, it's colder today. Um, probably, probably 29, 30 today. Um, would be colder. It's, yeah. it's, not that, it's not that cold here. No. Might be live. Yeah, it's a bit more, I mean, I say cloud cover. It's very much broken cloud. It's not going to. It's not going to bring any swing to clear anything like that. Um, there was thirty percent chance of rain yesterday. We didn't get any. We had a bit overnight because uh, it won't be up. Uh, but you don't mind if you're asleep and it's raining, do you? Because who cares? No. Um, no you but yeah, I, I haven't seen anything about any particularly bad weather over the next three days. Um, but I think you know it might. It might take us. Let's say we give ourselves three days to bowl them out twice. The first time might take two days. And then, you know, if, it, if, it, if the pitch is then starting to misbehave a little bit on day five, then you've got a day to take ten wickets. Um, you know, chestnut cricket wickets should be good to bat on on day two, right? Um, it has probably got a little fraction quicker than yesterday, but not, not a huge amount. Um, so, yeah, we, we'll have to wait and see. I can't, can't really, I mean, I'm no expert anyway, but. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I can't really. England are going to have to work really hard to force a victory, or we're going to grenade them nil nil. You know, there's yeah. now certainly only two results available. Um, really well, that's interesting because you said, you know, I think we were talking in the fir- after the first test, we were sort of t- chatting socially about all of the all of the pitches that are going to be in the West Indies are going to be result orientated. Yeah, this yeah. one does not seem to be very result orientated. Well, it could be. We, I mean, look, we, we don't know yet, right? Look, I. <laughs> For me, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised about how the wickets have been prepared. Um, because you would think that if there was ever a time... We haven't won here for 50 years. England have not won in the West Indies, I think, for about 50 years. The England side at the, this moment is probably at its lowest ebb that it's been for a long time. Zero confidence, lots of injuries. Obviously, with massive furore about Jimmy and Broad not being around. Um... You know, obviously the batsmen have stood up, but I just say, well, you know, why why aren't they, why aren't the West Indies um, really trying to take advantage of this? Um, I mean, Josh sent me a message today saying I'll be reckoned with in three and a half days. Um, you know, and that was before and that was it for this test match. Uh, that was before uh, Mahmood and, and Matt Fisher then came in. But well, there's no way this is not a three and a half day wicket. Um, oh my God, Ben Stokes. He just charged, he just charged on Jari Jodie, and it sealed, uh, and just smoked it at Jason Holder, but I think he's got hands like spades, doesn't he? So he's willing to just drag it in at the middle. Um, I was going to say, because he's not far away from his 100 now, is he? I mean, that's, um, you know, we're not we're not that we're filling a little bit, but we'd like him to get to his 100. 96, yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm just surprised that they haven't tried to take advantage of um, 
where English Test cricket is at the moment, at the back of a disastrous winter, um, and, and prepare his all pitches. But the uh, going to ninety-seven. Um, the but also, and someone made this point to me yesterday, which is a, a very, very good point. You think about the amount of money that tourism brings into Barbados and Antigua and Grenada when, when certainly the English come over for, for cricket. And that is money that they have missed. They have, they've had no one here for two years. So it wouldn't surprise me if the West Indies Cricket Board has been told by the Barbados Tourism Board or the government or whatever, look, we, it's three test matches, we've got to go five days here because it's the money it generates. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's massive. Like, the amount, it's weird. Like, we're talking going down for lunch and stuff earlier. They literally just sell out of stuff. They can't get enough stuff because when the English come in, it's just like beer, water, everything. It's just, a, it must be a nightmare for them to try and stop properly. That makes sense. But, you know, I don't have a massive problem with that. If they just want to bring as much money into the region as they can for over three test matches, and there is a lot of money being put behind bars and kind of food stores. Yeah, um, that, you know, the English go anywhere cricket related and they will spend and spend hard. So um, if, if that is the case and there is a little bit of that, I, I really don't have a problem. Like the, the whole experience about being here, um, you know, it's all very well mannered. Although, yes, last night I saw the drunkest man I've ever seen in my life. Um, we, we, we were waiting for it. We were waiting for like a taxi to get, to get home. And this bloke kind of literally just staggers across the road and then just lay, lay, lay down next to a lamppost and just literally wrapped himself around it and, and tried to hug it. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we tried to get him to his feet. And all of a sudden, our taxi arrived. And he's just, oh, I'm, I'm not. And we, we had to lay, lie him down on the bench in the bus stop. <laughs> um, but um, oh, just getting up to that couple of times back. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was hilarious. So, but to be fair, he's probably here again today and, and probably just as drunk at this point as he was yesterday. And so, he'll probably repeat the act um, tonight. So, you still can't take the English anywhere. We're all just uh, <laughs> embarrassed ourselves in some respect. Good stuff. Um, tell us a little bit about the tourism life over there, Jono. I mean, you, you, were you out last night? Was it was it half decent? Was it a quiet one? No, well. Uh, Quiet to a point. Just Obviously, because, keeping in mind that this is a family podcast. Yes. Yeah. 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 Ish. Um, yeah. No. It was. It was relatively early. I think we were about eleven thirty, something like that. Tired. No. You know. You, you boot, we we had a steady boozing day. Right. We didn't go hard. One of us got sideways. Um, None of you were holding a lamppost, holding it for like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Lamp, we, we were still complimented enough to try and help that man, rather than that man have to try and help us. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. Look, we went down to St Lawrence Gap. Um, things seem to. It's quite difficult for, for dinner to get like reservations and stuff. So we, we went to a couple of places in the December. Same time. We can't take you. We got bookings and all that. Um, so we went back to Oyston Fish Market. We've been there twice now. The food is unbelievable. Like the fresh fish and the certain you can get everything. Like so, it's like um, it's like fifteen quid, and you you order like a fish with your sides and stuff. So I I've had I had shrimp for first night, and I had um, Maui Maui Mahi Mahi last night, uh, which is like a local white fish. Um, but when I had shrimp, I was like, oh, I wonder how many I'll get for that. And they're like the biggest prawns that you've ever seen. And you get like twelve of them. So if you t- if you, I was, I was trying to figure out like 
if, if you order that and get that exact same amount of stuff at home, how much would it cost? And I think it costs it's like a £70 plate of food. Um, but yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And the, pe- the people are great. You know, the way of life, I mean, things take time. Um, it, well, it's funny because you've got, obviously, we've become used to the pace of life living in the UK and just how things work and whatever. And it's a real adjustment when you get over here because people are just like, yeah. You know, whatever. You know, I know you ordered that cocktail half an hour ago, but I'll, make, I'll bring it you when it's ready, and it'll be ready when I'm ready to make it. Um, and so there is a bit of an adjustment, but it, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's loads of fun. Right, Stokesy, ninety-seven, Kumar Road, behind the wicket. I can I can sense something's going to happen. Oh, drilled one down to. Well, I'm trying through for a single onto 98. I think that completes the over. One left. Yeah, one left. I'm being told by it from my, my right hand side. Um, I was going to say, didn't you used to commentate for somebody, Jono? Still do, mate. Still do. Yeah, I'm just not very fair good enough, at it. Just not very good. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, what's um? What, what else is going on, by the way? Thank you for thank you for using so, a, a close up of me on the reel, by the way, Eugene. I think oh, I thank you, you know, for this person. Well, You've got to use what you're given to you, right? And I had some great, um, I had some great footage and content last night from um, from the rum punch uh, evening. Um, I can tell you a little bit about what's going on in the rest of the world. South Africa beat New Zealand today in the Women's World Cup, which was a fantastic game. Um, yeah, they they won by two wickets, which was um, yeah a really a really close encounter. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, England women won their game yesterday, which keeps yeah, them India. in the hunt against yeah. India. Yeah. Um, which keeps them in the hunt. I mean, you know, there was there was um, some very unselfish cricket in that. Like people just thinking, right, run rate's going to be key, and people just throwing the like towards the back end of the England inning. They were, they were. I mean, it doesn't matter how many wickets they had in hand, right? They they definitely no, need they... to make sure that the run rate. I mean, they're up against it. They need results to go their way. So, you know, the woman gave it a good go, and and good on them for for beating the the the, the Indian woman, which was uh, which was yeah. good to see. Um, the only other thing that I saw that was relatively interesting to mention, did you see at the end of the Pakistan-Australia test, there was some of the lads working out in an outside gym during the game? What? <laughs> that was the most random thing I've ever seen. Um, what's the Australian term? So it's pipes and? As they, pipes and something. They refer to that as their um, as their arms. So pipes and chest, whatever they call it. Right, but, yeah. Um, yeah, they were they were basically saying at the end of the game they were like, yeah, you you, you know, pipes and chest are still important even during a game. So they were actually working out during the Pakistan Australia game, which was interesting to see. Wow. Bairstow appears to be farming the strikes in the chronic here, doesn't he? Uh, it's a much more aggressive field for for Bess, Obviously, as you'd expect, just much more of a ring field. The only men back are. Um, well, wide, fine leg, you'd say. Um, slip gully back up point. It's recover mid off mid on. Uh, he's absolutely nailed that. Straight back to the ball. Then had to do the split. Trying to, trying to make his ground just in case. Um, see if he's got a bit of something on it and directed it under the stump. But um, lovely shot that from Tony Bersham. It'll probably be coming through to you about now. Yeah, while we're waiting for uh, Stokesy to get to what we hope is an inevitable 100, um, absolutely should thank our partners and sponsors. Uh, Lord's Travellers, I did a, I did a nice little um, 
Instagram post about that earlier, just outlining the, uh, the code and whatever you So please do check tabs one one to six zero three three one. Support the work that they do. That's to give three pounds. Please make sure that you're at least eighteen and have the bill pays permission to do that. Uh, Woodstock Cricket. We know enough about them. We're just better equipment manufacturer in the world. Uh, and also, why I'm out here with, with Jeff. Um, Dalty's built on. Um, love them. Uh, Eugene, I hope that you can put the code and everything out. Um, added on to this, uh, Big Smoke Brewery, as always, thank you very much for keeping us watered. I'm on sample something. I don't think they sell anything out here, so I've had to go against the grain and, and start drinking banks and rum pumps this week. Um, but yeah, um, always a massive. Um, you know, massive support to us. Absolutely, there's, there's one more that we need to mention, Jono. Um, our very own Robbo was 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 featured on the Samaritans um, uh, Facebook page yesterday. Um, so yeah, I mean, do go and have a look at it, um, Robbo. You know, what was your what was your thoughts on that? I mean, you know, I, I love the picture, by the way, gazing gazing longingly into the distance. Uh, it was a weird one, mate. It was a weird photo shoot. Obviously, we mentioned it a few times on here, but like, it's just a, a privilege to be asked. Obviously, I, I, most people listening to this know my story, and whether people see it as a happy story, a sad story, whatever they want to see it as, but it is, it is my story. Um, and the Samaritans have asked me if they could use their story as an appeal. So, yeah, that all came out, got announced on the Tinterweb yesterday. Uh, it was sent out in the post on the 14th. So yeah, and it's just I know we we're asking people to give money to the tabs and stuff, but um, they're another charity that that literally save people's lives. So that's that, that's and well, they arguably save mine. So um, so yeah, like if you can and dive on their Facebook stuff and get all their details and 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 have a look, you actually get to see what I look like without a hoodie and. And a Woodstock jumper on, yeah. And, yeah. and what what we'll do is we'll definitely post, uh, repost it uh, on our Facebook and Twitter pages. We'll get all the information. Yeah. Um, so we'll send that out um, later. To, well, it'll be tomorrow morning when when, when you guys uh, listen to this. But yeah. Um, so yeah, well done, Sai. Uh, we, we're very proud. Yeah, very proud of you. Well on, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, score update, Jono. Stokes Stoke. again close to his 100 or was he still yeah. 98? No, 99. He's just got one down to third man. Thought pushed off hard looking for a two that then very quickly realised it was only going to be one. There's no point running yourself out in 99, is there? Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know, John. How does that feel? Have you ever done that before? I, I, think, I think I've been out on 99 a few times. Um, just getting a bit giddy, um, I think. Um, I mean, I've been run out without facing the ball before as well. So, you know, I've, I've, ticked, I've, I've ticked them all off, man. I'm pretty worried about that. Um, I'll tell you what, when you've played enough cricket, you've seen it and done it all, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, no, that's two. Yeah, Roach is just been a bit canny here. Um, Johnny suggested that maybe that would have lifted on him a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, halfway through the over, uh, probably three, three more dots for Bearstow, and then hopefully. You'd imagine that they'll ring it for, for Stokes to get to his 100. I don't know why people do that. <laughs> like, you know, as if it's going to put well, any pressure well, on it's, it's going to be It's going to be interesting um, because, you know, Stokes is on 99. Is the boundary, I mean, are the field is still going to be boundary riders or are they going to put some I mean, pressure yeah. on him? Yeah. And um, Bearstow just dropping it to short mid wicket. Um, yeah. It's that old thing, isn't there? Someone gets to 99, so you bring all the fielders and you have to kind of create some kind of false pressure. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, I mean, look, fingers crossed. We all hope he gets to 100. He's been absolutely phenomenal to watch um, this morning. You kind of get the feeling he's trying to reset himself a little bit. Um, you know, maybe, maybe play and miss it a couple just so they bring that spinner on just so he can drop him into the middle of the field. Um, <laughs> you know, have you, um, have you, has the ball been hit in your vicinity to have a crowd catch or, uh, or has no. that not been an opportunity? I've never had, never had one of them. Um, but one of the boys, Josh Early, was saying, oh, I reckon Stokes is going to sort of be here. And there's just not enough pace on the ball to get to, to where we are. Um, someone someone um, backed out of the catch from one of Stokes' pictures earlier um, and almost almost lost his nose. Because he's only going to be turned away from it. Um, a, a dolphin might have caught that one off. I mean, look, luckily, look, I say that. Is it unfortunate that I've never had the opportunity or just thought, or, or just fortunate that I uh, have never dropped on having been given the opportunity? Um, have you, Robin? Never. Never, no. So um, I have had the fortune of catching the Universal Boss before. No. Have you? I have. <laughs> I've actually got a video of it, which I might share with you fellas one day. Absolutely. At Cardiff in, in the World Cup when South Africa were playing the West Indies, he absolutely smashed one back over the bowler's head. And I, uh, and I had the fortune of catching it in the crowd. Wonderful. That's unbelievable. <laughs> did you want end it? Did you still end it? And did you want end it? I, I caught it two hands directly in front of Kate. Uh, so oh, to nice. this day, I, I, I live by it by saying I saved her life because yes. Chris Gale almost tried to kill her. So he tried to reach her. Um, well, at least, at least he tried to only kill her, right? He, he only tried to do <laughs> so all the other women he comes across. To oh, um, oh it's, we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, Is he on strike now? What's the story? He's Talk on strike, yeah. So uh, Seals... His first name I forget. I want to say Jaden, but I'm, that, that's probably wrong. Um, ah, so now yeah, they've just pulled up. Uh, so backward point, the backward point is on the fence, female rope, but he's now been pulled into the ring. But he's kind of hanging. He's kind of, he's kind of hanging. Uh, yeah, they won't take him on swing there. Uh, right, Jaden Seals in on his way to Ben Stokes. A uh, ball full of length, left alone, shoulder down. Oh, all the excitement. Did you feel that build up there, Robbo? I mean, I felt the tension in, in Jono's voice there as Stokes was looking I'm not sure if it was tension. I'm not sure tension is the word I'd use, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel something. What is, what is the word you use? <laughs> or do I, not, do I not want to hear it? I'm not a linguist. I don't have many. <laughs> right, seals in again. So it raises back full ball of time onto the front foot, blocks out to extra cover, no run. The tension. This is like the most piece of commentary I've ever listened to ever, I think. <laughs> yeah. He's turned. He's in. He's approaching the crease. He's past the umpire. Round the wicket. Stokes all down the wicket. Tries to force it through the offside. And um, it into the ground and it stopped at extra cover. There was no run. You can feel, you can hear a bit of the you can hear the applause now from the English guys. Like, there is a bit of tension. And Seals being more tortoise than hair back to the top of his mind. Uh, just trying to kind of make it take a while. It, it was trying to slow everything down here a little bit. Um, Johnny next to me, he's got sweaty palms and he's, you know, down the wicket. Oh, yeah! yeah. He's a second year oh. And he goes to Ernie Tobias, he's seen the fence coach, he's moving. 
Well battered Ben Stokes. Well played Benjamin. Thank you for this, guys. You can see our finger salute from Father Jed, sadly passed away um, last year. Uh, nothing came from Johnny Barstow. Um, yeah, what a player this guy is. What a, what a player this guy is. Uh, England's talisman. Um, nothing uh, unbelievable to watch. What's the old cliche that people normally say now, Johnny? Double up. So yeah, yeah, Daddy, Daddy Hundred. That's what we call him in the dressing room. Daddy Hundred. Restart. Um, Restart. <laughs> Take goal. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right, James. I'm gonna love you and leave you. I'm glad that we managed to get three hundred together, and uh, yeah, I'll check in tomorrow. Damn. Enjoy, John. Simon, we'll catch up with you later, mate. Yeah, indeed. All right, cheers, boys. See you, boys. See you, boys.